podcasting from Columbus, Ohio. This is the Falk Files with your host, Ryan Falk, talking about education, technology, life, family, and anything else on my mind. Thanks for listening. Here we go with today's episode. everybody had a great weekend late in the day on Monday um was sitting watching my son eat before we go to baseball practice and thought I haven't recorded on anchor yet I need to keep my weekday streak alive so this is uh season one episode 11 of the podcast so again thanks for joining um just want to go through uh the plan for the week uh my theme for the week is going to be business and um, I'm going to spend first part of the segment of each day talking uh, about my company, what I do, how we do it. Um, it'll be a good opportunity for me to look back on in another month or so and see how my pitch is on, on each item and what we talk about and, um, you know, get better at that. And then the second uh, segment, I'm going to talk about certain things um, that I like to do in my day-to-day business uh, uh, and work day business life and work day. So talk today about planning, um, planning out my week, planning out my customer base, that sort of thing. So that's it for today. Here we go. So the first segment I want to talk about, a pitching management group, um, give you guys my elevator pitch, my company story, kind of high level overview, and then take Tuesday through Friday, kind of deep dive more into segments specifics in what we do but we can't do that until you guys get kind of the overall 10,000 foot view picture of um, who we are who we serve how we do it and why we, I think we're better than the competition or even thing um, doing things inside or insourcing as opposed to outsourcing so that's what we'll do here in segment number one so um, 10,000 foot level uh, epiphany management group is an IT managed services provider providing IT services strictly for K through 12s, okay? So we only work inside school environments, um, public, private, charter, all of the above, providing IT support services and leadership services for students, staff, um, and administrators, okay? So what does that mean? We can be everything from your director of IT, CIO, all the way down to those smart hands working on Laptops, desktops, uh, projectors, smart boards, those sorts of things. Then everything in between. Okay? So if you think about um, your total cost of ownership in IT, the cost to run, support, and manage devices, the cost to provide IT leadership um, advisory services, IT leadership inventory management services, all those things have a cost to them. And a lot of times in an environment, organization, you'll have specialties and you'll have people who specialize in things like network devices, storage devices, server devices, um, even down to Chromebooks, laptops, and iPads. The inefficiencies come in when those people are in their off times, right? Network issues aren't 24-7. However, when they do arise, you need someone there. So many districts will spend sixty dollars to $80,000 for a network manager, network administrator, someone with Cisco background and knowledge. 
that person may only be utilized 60% of the time, but you're paying for them 100% of the time. So what we'd like to provide is a right person, right time, right job approach. We will monitor your network, again, using the network admin um, as an example. We will monitor, support, patch, um, image, troubleshoot, and fix your network 24-7, but at a fraction of the cost of that person you hire internally. The reason being is we use it in a shared services model, right? So our one person that we hire, pay insurance for, manage and support internally, we will spread across multiple districts. Why? Because again, as we talked about before, they're only utilizing your district 60%. There's 40% of that person that we can use in smaller districts where they're not needed as much as your district, for instance. What this does is an environment in K through 12 where budgets are constrained, you know, tax dollars are providing more money for IT, but IT is asked to do more services. We give IT the opportunity to spend less on people, process, more on um, instruction, more on student devices, um, just be more efficient with their money, while also being able to provide that leadership and support at the high level to do inventory management, to do future proofing of the network, to do planning services, you know, three, five, seven year life cycle planning for IT. That's it in a nutshell, right? We provide an IT support services, an IT support background a fraction of the cost of doing it inside your four walls while still providing 24-7 support and services for all those critical needs. Again, the first question I always get is, well, will I see somebody? Most of our districts have someone on site five days a week. The difference being the paycheck they're getting comes from Epiphany and not from the district. The cost to the district is usually 75%. Well, 70 to 75% of what it would be to hire someone in journal. So we're saving districts money, creating better efficiency, building a shared services model, and providing better support for students, teachers, and staff across the state of Ohio. That's it. How many you want to buy? <laughs> so that's what we're doing. Um, we've been really successful in the state of Ohio. We'll look to branch out of Ohio in the next few years. We find we're really um, successful when we build teams or pods of people um, around a, a, I don't want to call it a home base, from a, but a home network operations center. So we have that right now in Akron. That's where all our people are sitting watching networks across the state of Ohio. And then we have teams that we've dispatched across those areas, usually five to ten people in a given region, servicing all the schools within a half half an hour radius of their homes. So right people, right time, right job in your area, shared services model, spreading cost across multiple districts and driving down cost for each individual district. That's what we do. Final segment for today. Um, I'm trying to think about things um, kind of tidbits and tips of things that I use in my day-to-day process and my business um, to just kind of share with the world. Hopefully get some feedback, comment, suggestions. Um, I know I need to change what I do in my planning process. That's what I'm going to talk about first is planning. I am sometimes a very good planner, sometimes a horrible planner, and never in between. <laughs> so 
um, one thing I've I've done really good job for the past I'd say two weeks, two and a half weeks has been planning out what I'm gonna talk about on here. Um, getting a lot better at that, making themes for the week. Started that last week. You know, mapping out on Sunday night what the five days are gonna look like. You know, what I'm gonna talk about, how the segments are gonna go, what's gonna come first, what's gonna come second. Um, I over the weekend built the intro and outro, which you've heard uh, the intro today. You'll hear the outro after the segment. So, you know, how do I do that? Um, I've kept it very simple for myself. I've got a notebook, sits on my desk, write down everything that comes in my mind, every idea, every, you know, thought, calling this person, that sort of thing. And then I organize those by prioritizing them and then by assigning a day and even a time in some cases to those things. So um, it is a bullet journal light. I would say um, I haven't gone full bullet journal yet. Well, I think I want to eventually. Um, I think I just need to get into a cadence of writing everything down and, and planning it appropriately to then be able to expand that into a full bullet journal. But I've taken the ideas of a bullet journal and kind of applied it to my own kind of thing, which I think people will end up doing anyway. You know, although there's a, a outline or a, um, an idea of how to plan things, everyone's got to do it their own way. Um, I think you're also born into a certain level of planning sophistication, which if you look at my upbringing and my parents are at complete opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to planning, um, and not in everything, um, I think, um, you know, certain aspects of everything written down on a calendar and mapped out and then the opposite end of that of, Hey, we're doing this this weekend. I wrote it down or I told you, you know, it's all kind of jimble jambled in someone's head and <laughs> they kind of just fly by, see their pants a little bit. That was the upbringing for me. So I do the same thing, just a mixture of that. And I'm trying to lean myself more to the planning, writing everything down, calendarizing everything to keep myself on task because I think I would tend to lose track of certain things maybe not prioritize things the right way how they should have been. And then looking back on it in hindsight, you know, a week, two weeks, three weeks later and going, shoot, you know, I forgot to call this person or I forgot to follow up with this person. And oftentimes those seem to be in the long run, the larger opportunities for myself in business are the ones that, you know, I kind of kicked a can down the road. So, um, I'm going to continue this process to continue to try to get better in planning. So, Love to hear some call-ins or some comments on my podcast about what you do for planning, what's worked for you, what hasn't. How do you get out of the, um, like I said, flying by the seat of your pants type of environment that you may have grown up in or you may live in, you may love it. How has it worked for you? I would love to hear from you guys. So be sure to call in, leave a comment, and um, hopefully do some follow-ups here later in the week. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Falk Files with Ryan Falk. If you like the show, give us a favorite on Anchor. Subscribe on iTunes. Love any reviews, comments, or questions you have, so send them on over. And uh, join us tomorrow for more podcasts and fun. Thanks for listening.